Welcome to Astro Kiki Radio. We are the e-news of astrology. Today, we'll be diving into the cosmic guidance from the stars, celebrities, and entertainment lifestyle. Thanks for joining us, and let's see what the universe has in store. And welcome to this week's episode of Astro Kiki Radio. We are the e-news of astrology. My name is Kyle Thomas, and I am a pop culture astrologer. You may know me as the resident astrologer of Horoscopes and Horoscopes Daily on Instagram. Make sure to like, comment, and subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Spotify. This week, we have all sorts of astrological magic, as well as one of my best friends and oh fantastic... Capricorn magnificent powerhouse actor Brett Aaron Nickel here to assist me in dissecting all of the hottest celebrity news and what's going on in the stars and how it affects you. Hey everyone, my name is Brett Aaron Nickel. I'm super excited to be a part of this. Uh, Kyle's one of my best friends. He's uh, just so cute. Of course, of course. Taurus, Capricorn, you know, we just like get along. We right? get along. We also uh, both have Aries rising, so yes, it's insane when you get us together. A little wild. Um, I'm super excited to dish all the dirt. Yes, I yes. cannot wait. We have so many stories. Well, the thing that I like, let's. I guess we should kind of like talk a little bit about what's going on in your life because okay. I feel like you know that oh is God. something that is really you know exciting mm-hmm. to kind of go into. You know, we've been talking a lot about Capricorns all year um, because you know we there's, we're going through the eclipses in Capricorn and Cancer, mm-hmm. and so you know with that energy really affecting. Mm-hmm. You know, at your soul direction, your destiny, you know, how do you feel? Like our producer, he's a Capricorn. I'm currently dating a Capricorn. You guys just are like constantly all up in my life and I'm about it. Yes. Um, so, yeah. So, I mean, tell me how about this destined uh, transformation with these eclipses. Have been oh, affecting my you. goodness. Okay. So, I don't actually, can you, as far as eclipses go, like how do those, because I'm not very well versed on them, how do those tend to affect? Totally. So, essentially, when you have an eclipse, uh, in your sun sign or ascendant, it's re- really redirecting you on your destined soul journey. You know, we look at, as an astrologer, uh, where these eclipses are falling in your chart. So sometimes if they're, if they're falling in a specific, like, love zone, we know that you're going to fall in and out of love or you're going to be really fertile in your creativity and things of that nature. But if it's, like, partnership, mm-hmm. which is also one of the axes that's affecting you and yeah. cancers, is that you're finding incredible partners, whether in business or marriage or collaboration. And uh-huh. so, again, you know, eclipses, those are the destined moments, the transformations, the beginnings, the endings that are very significant so that we can reach our highest fulfillment in this lifetime. Well, with that being said, yes. <laughs> this year is completely filled with, like, all of those moments. Um, I've been, I just recently started dating someone. Yes. Ah, he's so cute. I don't even know if like dating is the word, but like we've been on dates and like the story is absolutely insane. We met five years ago. I know you, it's funny because where were we? We're at some like leather bar talking about this. Oh my God. Yes. 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 We were at um, the Eagle in Los Angeles. (laughs) Yeah. And like it had just happened, but we met five years ago. We slightly dated. We stopped dating. Years passed. We didn't talk to each other forever. And then he just shows up in my restaurant on the Virgo new moon. Wow. Yeah. Um, and so we reconnect. Um, and it's just like, it is like those destined, like faded moments. Like it, mm-hmm. uh, it, it feels very real so far. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. very much enjoying it. It feels like looking back on the past, like he wasn't, the two of us, I'm sure we're not ready for that moment to be happening at that time. How old is he? 28. Okay. And he's a Gemini. And you're turning 30. In January. Yeah. So interesting. I mean, you both are going through that very significant Saturn return and uh, yes. life, you know, transition. You're certainly on the, the far, farther end of it. Yeah. But I'm like going into that too. Almost done. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Thank God. Those it's were interesting been, years. It's like, it's a lot. And it is like going back to the eclipses and like all of this just working at the same time. And it's a very, very powerful time. Mm-hmm. Um, and there is a lot of redirecting and like getting down to like the bottom of like my soul and like what I actually want. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's been like this entire year has been crazy. I've met plenty of people. My partnerships are extremely highlighted right now mm-hmm. through like meeting you not too long ago, totally, and meeting, totally. meeting this guy and then a couple other people mm-hmm. um, and like building these relationships 
I have booked the first two feature films of my career in Los Angeles. Yes. So, um, I'm on the ride. Yeah. And like, I'm super excited for all of this stuff that's about to be happening. Now, granted, it kind of feels like we're like digging through all the, can I curse on here? Yeah. yeah, Okay. Bullshit. There's like so much bullshit from like your life that you learn through society and media and like your parents as you're growing up Mm -hmm. that really like, unless you are taught how to like really like take care of your soul and yourself Mm -hmm. and to like deflect anything that is not of yours as a child, which most people aren't like, now is the time when we're like digging all that out. We're getting to the base of who I am, my truth, my honesty, my power. Um, and it's, oh my God, it's so fulfilling. Well, the interesting thing that I love about astrology is that you can actually dissect it from a few different layers. Mm-hmm. And we can always look at different, you know, obviously you have your natal chart, you, you have these specific <laughs> planets and, and patterns that are ingrained within you from the stars. But we can also look at how things are affecting you on a day-to-day level here and the important growth that you're going on in this current year. And yeah. so a lot of what you're actually talking about, that reminds me of, so Jupiter is the planet of good luck and good fortune and healing. It's oh, currently exactly. for all of the Capricorns in your 12th house. And mm-hmm. that is definitely a huge place of karma and privacy and healing so that you can ultimately, you know, when it goes into your sign in December for a year, that's going to be the big turning point in your life because mm-hmm. all of the Capricorns now have to face what came before in the last 12 years so that you can launch all of the right relationships, all of the right goals, all of the right plans in between December 3rd, 2019 and December 19th, 2020. And that's going to establish those significant seeds, patterns, and actions that will grow for you. Also, the last thing I wanted just to mention as well is not only can we see how eclipses are affecting our sun sign, mm-hmm. but also our rising sign too. And yeah. so with you being an Aries rise, rising, <clears throat> just like myself, you are having eclipses take place in your home life. So your home domestic sector, as well as family. That's why you keep going through these. you know. Yeah. yeah, with these roommates. For those that are out there, I'm currently looking for a roommate. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Someone that's going to stick around for a while. Yeah, totally, totally. <laughs> but that would also, interestingly enough, combine with partnerships, you know, yeah. too. So. There is that, but then also in your career. So, you know, you're having a lot of significant growth in those sectors as well as your, you know, core direction. And I'm very excited for everything that's coming for you. Thank you. I am so pumped. And also, I mean, to be completely honest, 100% terrified. No, it's going to be like Everything's like really exciting. But when you make those big changes and like, you know, you like follow like your soul and take risks and like your life evolves into the next chapter, like the energy is, there's just a lot of it. It's like, Oh, I love totally, it. Totally. Absolutely love it. Well, you know, now we're going to kind of go into our astrological forecast for the week yes. and go into some of these things here that are affecting us. So, you know, I'd like to see, obviously, if you have any of these important uh, things coming up in the coming week already. So right. today is the 8th when we are, fil- are uh, recording and it's going to be released on the 9th. But this energy is already going to be taking focus for the next couple of weeks. Venus, the planet of love and beauty is going into Scorpio. So, yes, yes, deeply passionate relations are the focus of Venus and Scorpio. Superficial flirtations and contacts do not satisfy us now, Mm -hmm. and we yearn for the body and soul connection with someone special, something that breaks the taboos and is extreme and intense and is also unforgettable. Love. I know, right? I know. I know, I know. So this is a highly emotional position for all of us. It's passionate, it's sensual, it's intense energy. And, you know, our relationships are definitely going to be growing and potentially consuming us during these coming weeks. Good. So this is exciting if you want to really have, you know, intense closeness with someone. Mm -hmm. You know, but the interesting thing about this is that our fears may also be coming to the surface, too, because we may feel a little bit scared of being vulnerable and giving up some of our power which is exactly kind of what yeah. you were saying before. <clears throat> and, you know, because this energy is all or nothing, mm-hmm. but it can be a little bit of a roller coaster. Scorpio is a sign that likes the ups and downs, a little bit of the battle and love. Uh-huh. And, you know, I certainly have done that for a while. <laughs> um, but I feel like I'm, I mean, it's really interesting because I'm dating someone that is so wonderful and sweet and supportive and kind and, you know, the only evil things he does to me are in bed, and I enjoy it. <laughs> it's, he's incredible. Oh, I adore him. And, oh, he's, oh, my God. The way, like, he, the two of you make each other happy is just... 
I get so jealous. I get absolutely it's, jealous. It's just it's I, so fun. He's just magnificent and he's wonderful. I know, no, I know. Oh my god, do you want to do the grossest thing? I don't know. I'm so excited, you guys. Okay, so I, obviously <laughs> I'm like <laughs> I'm I'm a Taurus. I'm very domestic. I love that kind of stuff. I love like cooking for my man. Yes. I uh, he's dropping. So we're, I'm taking him to an event tonight because of course I'm doing that. I always like to show off the person I'm dating. And he loves it, too. He's, he's very show-off. Oh, he, oh, I know. And he loves it. Oh, my he God. Is. So one of the, uh, the things that I was saying is that's, like, kind of, like, gross, but, like, amazing is that I'm um, – so obviously I'm taking him to this event tomorrow, and it's going to be – or not tomorrow, tonight, and it's going to be super romantic and lovely, and I'm going to show him off. And he loves to, you know, flaunt his mm-hmm. handsome oh everything. Oh, my God. I mean, you guys need to see him in a speedo. Let him. It's wild. It's insane. If you want to see Dustin, just go to Kyle's Instagram. He posts stories of Dustin making food all the time, and you just literally like see his arm and then some vegetables. <laughs> right. I mean, I, but but the thing is, usually I'm the one that's making the food. So yeah, I I'm cooking for him, okay. and but I'm also showing him off, and he loves it because he's a Capricorn, and Capricorns love attention. We love attention. And um, but anyway, so he's dropping. I've offered to start doing his laundry for him. <laughs> <laughs> right? I know, I know. Why is and, that, like, sexual? <laughs> I know, but I love it, because it's like, he's like, we'll we spend the whole weekend together, and he, but, like, literally, it's like, basically, I'm like, I'm giving you the best sex of your life, I'm doing your laundry, yeah. I'm making your food, <laughs> I mean, what else do you want from a Taurus future husband, right? I mean... You Tauruses. I know, we're so amazing. You are. <laughs> anyways, anyways, but yeah, so that's, you know, that's, but that's literally with all of this Venus and yeah, Scorpio yeah, yeah. energy, it's all about getting really close. And now, making sure that that really, you know, binds us. I want to touch on the all or nothing sort of like energy that's happening right now. So for someone that is kind of maybe just starting a new relationship or maybe mm-hmm. a new job or whatever this is going to affect, is that like, is it like serious, like all or nothing? We're either going in now or we're like taking it all away. Like, no, it's just the thing is that we watch the you know planet of Venus to see where our energy is being focused in our relationships. And so actually from your you know, there's two things that are going to be going on. So it's going to, going to be in your house of friendships and social life. So you are going to be really enjoying a lot of like collaboration connection with, yes. with your friends, yes. which is clearly this is happening today. Uh, but also you're going to be feeling, you know, definitely just more passionate in your relationship. So it's, you're new with him, but you're mm-hmm. probably going to be feeling the urge to get much closer, yeah. but it doesn't necessarily say that you're going to have to commit at this point in time. Okay. You know, I do think that, you but know, super quick. Yeah. I mean, but also, I mean, there's, there's, there's a few different things that could be going on. I mean, you have for you upcoming next month, there is a full moon in your love sector. Okay. So that could be a, a time when you're committing actually. All right. So I could see that maybe happening. So, well, let's move right. on. Yes. So, uh, the dreaded Mercury oh. retrograde, yes, is definitely on the horizon. So on the 11th is we're going to see that Mercury is entering shadow. This means that we will all start to notice over the coming weeks until the 31st that some things are going to be amiss. We're going to revisit important situations and relationships in November. So on the 11th, start to get ready to, to notice where the cracks in our lives are. Mm-hmm. However, we do have some days this month that are going to be a little wild, which the 12th is definitely going to be one because we have another very intense connection with Venus. Venus will be dancing across the sky from the, plant, the planet Uranus. This usually signals a change in your love life. Ooh. If you already have a partner, then an unexpected event may cause a lot of upset tension, or it may, may mean that you really need some change and excitement in the bedroom. I am getting a harness this weekend from Dustin, yes. so I'm pretty sure that's what's going to be happening to me. Okay, this is coming from the guy that when he met me was poking fun at the harness that I was wearing at LA Pride. <laughs> I know. I'm like, and here we are. The tides are changing. I know. I'm like, what, no, he's getting me a harness. Oh, and the, did I tell you what he's doing for Halloween for me? No. Yeah. Wait, no, I did tell you. Wait. So for Halloween, it, I might be getting flown out to New York for, for that week, but uh, we're thinking about having him lead me around West Hollywood in a, a, a harness and a choker. Yes, I do remember this I now. Think it'd be wild. <laughs> it'd be so wild. Oh, it's incredible. <laughs> and I'm like, the rush. I, I, I've never <laughs> even been someone that's like, like that, but I guess I am now. I mean, I'm just like, I'm like, fuck it, I'm in my 30s. Dude, go with me and stuff. Like, I don't know. Let's dispel like all (laughs) the like stigmas around like leather and fetishes and all that sort of stuff. I'm 100% into it. No, I love it. Oh my god, I love it. This uh, 
uh, Venus in Scorpio energy is really going to enhance that for you. Oh, well, then at October or, well, Halloween would be the perfect time for you to be on a leash and collar. Oh, man. Yeah. I mean, so, I mean, like, ha- have you, like, melt. has he, like, I don't know, tied you up yet? No, so we haven't even had sex. Okay, well, that's good. That's it good. actually is really good because I think one of the reasons that we separated the first time is because it was just, like, sexual. Yeah. Um, and then this time around, we're, like, we're taking the time. We're really getting to know each other. We had, oh, I made him dinner the other day. That was a super sweet romantic day. I think That was also on the new moon of okay. Libra. So, okay, love it. Um, made him dinner, and then we sat and talked and was like, we just want to make sure that we take it very slow. The physical attraction is there. The emotional attraction is there. Mm-hmm. But what I tend to do is jump into things like super quickly mm-hmm. and A, not get to know the person and then B, like ignore all the red flags. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. So we're like laying the foundation. We're being friends and getting to know each other. There's still definitely a sexual attraction there. Totally, um, totally. It's wonderful. But we're, uh, I just love the, such, you know, this deep emotional person I've gone through a lot. I've experienced a lot. And so physical, like you can get sex almost anywhere. Yeah. But like right. to have that deep emotional connection with somebody that actually like fulfills you on a soul level. Yeah. That makes me harder than anything else. <laughs> well, totally. I mean, I've always, I've always been that way though. I mean, that's why it's like when I do finally <clears throat> open myself up sexually, it mm. usually is with Which someone. You are. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I was not so. That's a typical LA gay. <laughs> Uh, anyways, anyways, let's get back to something. So, yes, you know, yes. with this weekend on the 12th, you know, with all this sexual energy going on, if you're in a relationship, you can jump on something, you know, a little bit more feisty. Mm-hmm. But if you're single, this is a great time to get out there, see new options. And with Uranus also ruling the internet, you could actually have a breakthrough in your romantic life there. So, you know, Ooh, online dating. Yeah, that would actually, this weekend would yep. be really, really lovely for that. However, the last thing that we're going to say for this week is that we have a very uh, intense full moon happening on the 13th. Uh, this is going to be, this is going to bring a lot of culminations to the events that were going on near the early part of April. So you should be seeing some manifestations now. Also, with the sun and Jupiter linked at this time, there is sure to be optimism, good luck, and happiness. Depending on whether you believe in fate or free will, you will either get lucky or your positive thinking could attract good fortune to you as well. Either way, this is one of the most fortunate of all days in astrology, so you really need to be using this weekend to your benefit. This is an ideal time to reach your goals, as there should be little or no resistance to them. So starting new projects will also benefit from this growth and expansion at this time. Others are likely to be feeling generous, hospitable, and you may actually have luck from authority figures as well. This is a fun weekend for having a party, and I will be having my annual jack-o'-lantern carving pumpkin event, so any of my BFFs will be extra spooky, spooky with us this weekend. So that is what we have for our astrological forecast. We will be right back with our Hollywood Stories of the Week. Welcome back to Astro Kiki Radio. We have juicy news and are ready to dive right on in. Brett, take it away. So, story number one of Hollywood is that Miley Cyrus has split from Caitlin Carter and is now snuggling up with Cody Simpson. Miley and Cody aren't doing too much to dispel these romance rumors. And taking to Instagram on Sunday, the Australian singer Cody, 22 years of age, shared a black and white clip as he and Miley got cozy while watching the film Blue Hawaii. All of this is according to People. Uh, Captioning the story, Cody says, more today than yesterday. Now, Miley, who just split from Caitlin Carter in September after separating from her husband, Liam Hemsworth. Oh, heartthrob. Capricorn. Oh, he's, I can't even. Um, She was spotted kissing Simpson in Los Angeles on Thursday. Miley later shared on her own Instagram story, can a girl not get a fucking acai bowl in a morning makeout session in peace? Amen. That is a mood. She's wild. <laughs> I'm like, I live for Miley these days. Absolutely. However, <laughs> uh, according to TMZ, uh, sources close to Miley have revealed that the slide away singer uh, called things off over fears that it was moving too fast for her new lover. Um, after the breakdown of that long decade relationship with uh, Chris Hemsworth. 
Miley did not want to rush into anything. She and Caitlin have been close friends for a long time and things got romantic. Miley was ready to call it off because she wasn't, she wasn't ready for a relationship. She needs to be by herself, which is what an insider told TMZ. People Magazine reports uh, the abrupt decision left Caitlin surprised and upset. Now, on Saturday, uh, Cody posted a selfie with Cyrus, calling the slide winner. Caption read, pre-swim breakfast courtesy of Brady. Now, uh, Simpson previously dated supermodel Gigi Hadid for two years, and he and the pop star were rumored to be an item back in 2014. Obviously, there's so much going on here right now, um, and it matches up astrologically almost like to the T. Totally, totally. Well, <clears throat> let's see here. I mean, are you a big fan of of you, well, you said Miley. But I like, love Miley. I didn't even know who Cody was before. I feel. I'm, I feel like terrible and probably shouldn't admit this on an Asher Kiki like pop astrology radio show, but I don't follow pop culture too much. So I didn't know who Caitlyn was and I didn't know who Cody was until this story. I mean, I definitely been following the Miley like journey with, with the love there, but let's dive in here specifically. So Miley Cyrus is a Taurus rising with a Sagittarius sun sign. Caitlyn Carter is a Virgo sun. We don't have her rising sign. The reason Miley is drawn to Earth signs like Taurus and her ex, Liam Hemsworth, who, who was a Capricorn, is because they do help create uh, or center her fiery Sagittarius sun sign, and they'll always be a reliable figure. I looked into Miley's chart specifically, and Caitlin's sun actually exists inside of Miley's birth house of love and passion. Mm. So there's a synergy of fun and connection between them. Caitlin literally gets Miley hot like the sun would. Miley is a Taurus rising, so this is why that occur occurs specifically. Astrologically, many of the planets have been dancing through Miley's natal sector of romance and passion. In August till October 2019, we've seen Venus gifting romance and Mars gifting hot sex to her. However, just as Mars can bring passion, it can also fizzle out and move on to the next conquest. This is certainly happening as Miley has made of wanting to date around and she's going to do what she wants to do yes she does <laughs> yeah you know that's why i love her she's wild yeah so she just got out of that significant relationship so of course she isn't going to try to get settled down you know nobody so, would do that no absolutely not uh i mean maybe a libra but <laughs> <laughs> uh anyways uh so this is also happening because miley's in a period of rebirth and transformation as jupiter planet of miracles is in her sun sign it entered there in November of 2018 and remains there until December 2019. This is when she's establishing important cycles for 12 years. Sagittarius are known for being free-spirited and wanting to fly free. Spontaneity and excitement are important for Sagittarius. Anything or anyone that makes them claustrophobic will be the first thing to make them want to run. Bye. Yeah, Miley exhibits this quite readily. Last in this romantic... Dance, we see that Cody Simpson is in Aquarius rising with a Capricorn sun. Yes, sir. This is an interesting mix with Miley. You wouldn't consider this match to be explosively compatible, but of course, astrology is more complicated than just that. Her ex, Liam, is also a Capricorn, as I mentioned before, so she does like these people with dominant Earth sign energy. However, on closer look, Co uh, Cody's Mars, ruling passion and sex, is aligned extremely well with her sun. They are in perfect harmony, denoting chemistry and spontaneity. It is almost surprisingly sweet and passionate. Last to notice is that they both have their natal Venus in Capricorn, meaning that the way they give and receive affection is also very similar. They both are ambitious, witty, and goal-oriented, and this allows their connection to be enjoyed in the moment. They both are being practical in what they recognize their connection to be and realize it is what it is. It is a power move for Cody, but just a flash in the pan for Miley. That sounds like a song, Flash in the Pan. <laughs> <laughs> Miley, I'm pitching you that song. Right, at right. the moment. I mean, I, for real, though. I mean, it's like she just, you know, you know she wants to just go have fun. Yeah. But I'm sorry if I was posting, it's, I mean, Capricorns are always strategic as fuck. Yeah, we are. So if you're going to post a photo with someone, you're going to make sure that people know that you're together. Well, yeah, of course. I mean, You're like, either getting something from it mm -hmm. or... Oh, I, like... You know what I mean? I do know what you mean because I don't like, I don't like... I do that. I do that a lot. Of course you do that. Yeah. Um, and like, it's, I don't want to say I don't like that about myself because I don't want to not like things about myself, but <laughs> it does like stick in my head. Like, oh my God, am I just like doing this for the move? Yeah. So like, and like I said, I mean, I don't know Cody Simpson. And so for him, so not that like nobody knows Cody Simpson, but for him to be with Miley and then make that post, obviously he's going to get something out of it. Yeah, totally. I mean, he's getting the press. We're talking about him right now. Yes. You know, and with him being a Capricorn, 
actually, the interesting thing about this is that all of the planets right now, or not all of them, the vast majority of them are highlighting the sector of fame. So there you go. Literally, I know that for a fact. So, you know, that is something that is very much on his mind and is going, it's going to make him more famous. But it, the same thing is, you know, with my, my boyfriend. He, <laughs> we've looked into our charts together and stuff too, and my relationship with him will make him more famous. Yeah, but he's not like I mean he's like a top animator at DreamWorks. He doesn't need fame, but like right. he isn't gonna hate gonna, from it. Yeah, right. Like, he, <laughs> like we've talked about it, and it's like obviously you know like I'm have lots of exciting things going on, and my career is extremely important to me. And being you know part of a power couple is something that I think yeah. that's what I want, and I am building into that. And you know, but I'm not gonna just necessarily date someone for power. No, but. But a it's Capricorn, there. It's like a fact. Yeah, but I, I feel like a Capricorn would. Well, if you're getting something from them, money, power, recognition, or something. I'm not gonna lie. I once dated. <laughs> well, he claimed to be like an Indian heir of a throne, okay, okay. A millionaire, whatever. <laughs> I don't. Oh my gosh, you don't have. You have no idea how many like Indian heirs to thrones that I've like dated and or hooked up with. Um, it's ridiculous. But wow. I did like I did tell him straight up. I was like, one of the reasons I'm dating you is your money. Mm-hmm. I'm not and the thing is I'm not gonna lie about that. Like yeah. what and like I know a lot other of people Capricorns would probably that, I know a lot of Capricorns that have done that or it's, would. I mean it's not bad. I'm not yeah, I'm not gonna defend it. No, but like it's like it's stability. No. Dating someone with money is stability. Yeah, so totally. dating someone that also has fame and can bring you that stability or make you steps in your move or I'm sorry, make you like moves in your career. Yeah. Like same thing. Yeah. No, and that, that, there's nothing to hate about that. And <sighs> Capricorns, I just know your asses so well. I mean, we are strategic. Yeah, totally, <laughs> totally. Should we move on? Let's move on. So, what do we got next, buddy? All right. Next up, oh, Kylie Jenner and Travis Scott. Bless their hearts. So, uh, Kylie Jenner is now reflecting on what it means to be happy in the wake of it from Travis. Uh, late night after hitting Halloween Horror Nights. To do this year, I've um, done it. Oh my god, you absolutely have to! It's so, it's so much fun. Um, and they have like so many new. Just do it, everybody do it. Um, so after hitting Halloween Horror Nights at Universal Studios with a group of friends, Jenner posted a quote on her Instagram story, seemingly alluding to her newly single state of mind. The quote reads, "Happiness is a choice, not a result. Nothing will make you happy until you choose to be happy. No person will make you happy unless you decide to be happy." Your happiness will not come to you. It will come from you. Now, uh, People Magazine confirmed last week that Jenner, 22, and Scott, age 28, are taking a break from their relationship after over two years together. A source says that they are taking some time but are not done. They still have some trust issues, but their problems have stemmed more from the stress of their lifestyles, which I can completely understand. Oh, totally. Oh, my gosh. Like, being in a light like that has to be a lot. Um, Jenner publicly confirmed the news a few days later, tweeting that Travis and I are on great terms. She added that the two are prioritizing their 20-month-old daughter, Stormy, saying that our main focus right now is Stormy. Our friendship and our daughter is our priority. Oh, it touches my heart. Um, One source told people last week that several issues, in quotations, contributed to the breakup. According to the source, though, while Jenner is all about family life and really wants a second baby, Scott is focused on his booming music career. So, what... Is going on. Well, interestingly enough, uh, yeah, I mean, there's, there's, there's certainly a lot of actually Taurus and Capricorn energy going on here, and that's a big factor that's happening, too. So Kylie Jenner is a Leo sun with a Capricorn rising. Travis Scott is a Taurus sun. We don't have his rising sign, but we can see this, that there are certain connections, kind of what I was just saying about the Taurus and Capricorn mm-hmm. uh, synergy there. So right offhand, we can see that his sun <coughs> sign is aligned beautifully to her ascendant. This denotes great relationship compatibility and a synergy between them. However, Leo and Taurus, while not incompatible, are both fixed signs. They must put in work to make their connection remain strong because they both can be very stubborn. They have a lot of similarities, but ultimately do need to learn to compromise. With Kylie being the Capricorn rising, she's a businesswoman and at times can ultimately be focused on building her empire. His moon in Aries is also sweetly aligned to her son in Leo, yet another connection of harmony and trust. However, the reason this is occurring is because of the eclipses that are hitting Kylie's natal ascendant and descendant, just That's like what we were talking about. Yeah. same thing as you. This is her house of her identity and her house of partnership. 
In 2018 to 2020, anyone with a sun or rising Capricorn or Cancer are experiencing destined meetings, engagements, weddings, or unions. So fun. Or separating or changing the way their partnerships are set up. Can be fun. Yeah, so there can be definitely, you know, <laughs> divorces and stuff like that. I mean, look yeah. at Bradley Cooper. Yeah. So this doesn't, you know, always happen instantly on an eclipse. It can happen at any time between the corresponding eclipses as they establish that, that pattern for that year. Okay. Because that that's completely, because I've always wondered, like, are things happening, like, on the dates that those eclipses are happening? But I'm looking at the broader picture of this entire year, like... Usually, most <clears> of the, the things happen closer to the eclipse. Okay. But when I'm saying that it, like, establishes a theme, so, for instance, let, let's say there's uh, a love sector thing for me. Mm -hmm. Well, I may, you know, start really hardcore dating at that point in time. And then over the course of, you know, the coming month, that's when I fall in love. Granted, I like when I fell in love on an eclipse, it literally happened on the eclipse instantly. Oh, I know. I just oh, I romance. Anyway, I know. I'm weak. <laughs> no, I mean like I love me some romance. But just anytime I talk about that piece of shit, that hurts me a lot. Oh, oh moving sorry. on. Anyways, bitter divorce. Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, however, important things to note for Travis are that from August to October 2019, major planets have been heating up in his love and romance sector, so it is very likely he's been experiencing that. It doesn't okay. by any means show that he was cheating, which some sources have been saying, but if he was cheating, it would come out near the full moon in his karma and privacy sector near October 13th, 2019, this weekend. Okay, so everyone stay tuned for next week. <laughs> <laughs> Totally, totally. Where we will maybe be covering right? the news of Travis. <laughs> dun, dun, dun! You know? Totally. It's like, dude, October is like Scorpio season, man. It's so deep and everything starts coming out and there's a lot of astrological power. Oh. Uh, yeah, so let's jump on to our third story. Oh, my gosh. All right. I'm so excited that we're going to cover this because I think these two are literally the cutest. Oh, they're so good looking together. Yeah, absolutely incredible. Uh, okay, so we're talking about Blake Lively and Ryan Reynolds. Um, and they have just welcomed their third child. Oh, I can't, like, the two of them, they just... They're so good looking. Absolutely incredible. If you can, go look them up at the, um, the premiere of Detective Pikachu when they went oh, ahead yeah. and announced this. Oh, totally. She looks absolutely incredible. She's so stunning. I can't even. Like, in that dress, just highlighting that tiny little adorable baby bump. All right, so uh, Blake Lively and Ryan Reynolds reportedly welcomed the arrival of their third child just over this summer. The 32-year-old actress, 32, oh, gave birth nearly two months ago, according to Fox News, in a piece that was published on Saturday. A source told U.S. Weekly that the baby is now two months old, but there was no other information given. So we don't know if it's a boy. We don't know if it's a girl. Um, but it comes after the Green Lantern star, who is also in Deadpool, uh, Detective Pikachu, and so many other wonderful movies, revealed back in May that she and Reynolds – oh, wait, are we talking about – Blake Lively was in Green Lantern? Whatever. Blake Lively and Reynolds no, were once was. again expecting... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So Lively and Reynolds were once again <laughs> expecting after giving birth to two daughters, James Four and Inez, who was two. Uh, the couple first tied the knot in 2012 and kept their private life mostly out of the spotlight, which we will touch on. Mm -hmm. However, in an interview in 2016, Lively talked about motherhood and having a family. She said, all of my eggs are in one basket, and that's my family. That's where my heart is. That's where my everything is. That's the thing that I feel most protective of and the thing I feel the most exposed when I feel exploited, which is what she told Marie Claire. Now, I am, my life is filled with Virgos, um, and I know what is happening here. But for those who do not, Kyle. Absolutely. So all that earth sign energy. So Seriously. Blake Lively is a Leo rising with a Virgo sun. Ryan Reynolds is a Virgo rising with a Scorpio sun. So right off the bat, we can see a synergy between this couple because his rising sign is in her sun sign. They can easily identify with each other, are hardworking, and value consistency in their relationships. Her Venus, ruling affection, is also in miraculous perfect harmony with his moon sign. This denotes that they easily and readily bring each other happiness and very likely give each other many gifts. It is very possible, though, that Blake is actually much more stubborn and opinionated and likely Ryan makes sure to treat her like a goddess, so she tends to get her way. I mean, she's so beautiful, though. Like, why like, wouldn't you? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, with both having dominant Virgo energy, this mm. makes them very focused on the home and also private. With his Scorpio son aligning well with her Virgo son, he is the one to coax her out 
with her uh, more passionate sexual and erotic side. Yes. Interestingly, though, when the news broke in early October 2019 about the new child being born, people were saying that the, the child was already two months old, as you cited. When looking at Blake and Ryan's charts, though, this makes more sense because they both are experiencing important eclipses, and we had those eclipses in July of 2019. <laughs> so for both of them, they were having these specific childbirth, children-related destined moments. Uh, the eclipse took place on July 16, 2019, so it could have taken place near then or closer to August 16, 2019, if the eclipse was echoing a bit more like a pendulum a month later. Either way, congrats to the happy couple. These two are powerhouses. Mm-hmm. They're absolutely incredible. And also, Ryan has a new film that he's putting out very recently. Um, it's called Free Man. They just released a video online, and it was like just the mo- like the smallest little teaser of information, but it really makes you want to like jump into the film. Interesting. Um, yeah, so I'm sure that's also going to be reflecting astrologically pretty soon. Totally, totally. Oh, they're incredible. So our last segment of the uh, show today is going to be our Celeb WTF. It's where we look at an interesting, (laughs) famous couple, and we discuss their connection. Obviously, everybody loves the Jonas Brothers, and the connection between Nick Jonas and Priyanka Chopra uh, has been something that's been in a lot of the press. So we thought we wanted to dive into them. So tell us a little bit about them, and we'll go So uh, Priyanka just tied the knot with uh, Nick Jonas on December 1st of last year. Now, recently in an interview with Daily, Priyanka opened up on striking a balance between her personal life and her professional life. Um, Now, she called her marriage with Nick a modern-day, long-distance relationship and said that they don't go more than two weeks without meeting each other, no matter where they are in the world. They keep each other updated about the smallest detail in each other's lives. And Priyanka sees her hubby, Nick, as her best friend and her confidant, which, good, yes, absolutely. She is extremely professional about her work and her career. However, she finds the time to spend with her husband. Um, And presently, the actress is back to Mumbai, awaiting the release of her upcoming film, The Sky is Pink. Now, there is a lot of talk about the age gap, mostly about the age gap. Yeah, I think that's probably the most that I've heard about them, for sure. I think as well, which I have my own personal opinions on, but... What is the age gap, exactly? I think it's 10 years. She's older than him, right? Yes. Yeah. Of 10 years, which is going to bring into play, A, first age, and then B, gender roles. And I hate that we even have to, like, talk about any of that. For sure. Like, it's... I dated someone that was uh, at least 10, if not more than 10 years old, and I thought it was going to work for a long time, and age, to me, doesn't even, like, matter. Mm -hmm. Like, it's really about your connection with somebody and whether or not the energy of the two of you is compatible. And I think if you've got some problem with somebody's age, dating somebody else, like mind your own. Yeah. I mean, I definitely, I mean, I think that, you know, the, the core synergy between, you know, the trust and the affection and the needs and all those things are important, especially when it comes to a romantic relationship. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I don't know. I, I, I guess I feel like I couldn't date too much younger than, or too much older than me because of my Aries rising. Really? Yeah, you know. But I have the same thing, and I've always, like, I've always thought I would date someone that was older than me. I would never go much younger. No, younger. I mean, I don't know. It depends on where I am, I think, in my life. And, I mean, granted, I think Dustin is amazing, but, mm-hmm. like, I haven't looked into our future if I'm going to get married to him. But, like, I mean, I feel like the closeness between he and I makes me feel good rather than... How old is he? He's 35. Oh, okay. So it's, like, three years. Yeah, but, I mean, could you imagine being... I mean, I'm 32, dating someone that's 22... No. Hell no. Well, I mean, I, I personally couldn't. But what about Priyanka? Is there, I mean, astrologically, is there anything that... Well, I mean, she's a cancer, you know, and that we're going to go, yeah. So, I mean, cancers, oh, I just love cancers. So, you know, of all the it couples to make a splash in 2019, it is no doubt Nick Jonas and Priyanka Chopra. Their wedding bills have been building for some time, and we all adore a sweet and soft meant-to-be moment between them. Nick has been causing earthquakes with, with his vocal talents, and he found a star-crossed lover in Priyanka, who is a philanthropist, actor, and a winner of the yes. Miss World 2000 pageant. Get it! You know, they instantly connected, you know, within that. Both are explosively talented movers and shakers and have an interest not only in entertainment, but also in making a positive impact on the world. Whether it's through philanthropy or voicing support of important political issues, both seem to have been destined to partner from the galaxy above. 
Nick, an intellectual Virgo, blends so superbly with the emotional and sensitive Cancer Priyanka. While both signs do have a tendency to take it slowly and wait for the right moment to make a move, this works so beautifully in their favor. Both have been in the public eye for many years, and with so much fame and fortune at their fingertips, they are two of the signs most cautious when choosing a romantic partner. <clears throat> Nick and Priyanka have deep emotions, which Nick will spend time dissecting with his Virgo attention to detail, while Priyanka will feel to the core of her being with the softness of her, her Cancerian heart. Also, on much closer assessment, though, Priyanka's birth Mars, ruling her sex drive and passion, is in the exact same place in the sky as Nick's birth Venus, ruling his affection and romance. This falls in the zodiac sign of Libra for both of them, a sign known for marriage, partnership, and union. This means that their connection is the true union of love, passion, and attraction for them both. They feel as if they have found an ideal partner. So cheers to the many years ahead for them. Wouldn't that suck, though, if you had to, like, not be with your partner that much? Like, if they're, like, literally... Oh, absolutely. I would hate that. I'm like, <clears throat> I don't see this guy for, like, a week. And I'm like, well, I don't see him for a couple of days. And I'm like, oh. But then, like, I pull myself back because, you know, desperation. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, like, two weeks. However, they because they are both so, like, career-focused yeah. and philanthropy driven yeah they do i do respect that they have other parts of their lives that complete themselves oh, totally. and like fill their souls as opposed to what i used to do which is find all of my love affection and happiness from one other person and that person alone it doesn't work no Capricorns. <laughs> god you guys we're intense you guys are intense but you're also needy as fuck when you open up i like things the way i like when things. when you guys <laughs> open up but the thing is that you guys are like cold and like strategic until you get like you know, then once you feel open and, you know, totally yeah. vulnerable, then you're like, stroke me, feed me. Oh, well, for Come sure. On. I was just at a party the other day and there was a bunch of people that were like there that I had just met. And I'm like standing there, like slightly like looking at these people and being like, oh, geez, this is the last place I'm going to be right now. Mm-hmm. Because I, until I know somebody, I don't really like open yeah. up. And then we sat around, we had a couple drinks and then we got into like really deep conversations and I was able to completely open myself yeah. up. You know, I think on a very deep level like i'm such an amazing person um, oh you are absolutely. yeah absolutely but it does take like there is a coldness and a loopness and like i don't completely trust you or want to open up to you until you know uh i feel safe yeah no i mean that's definitely a definitely a thing for you know i think most of the earth signs just in general too yeah. is definitely capricorn and it's it's interesting that like you know one of the things that i love so much about being a Taurus and, and dating a capricorn is that he and i've had some you know i guess semi-difficult discussion so far already because we like plan yeah. if this was actually going to work or not and you know we both want very similar things and in, in, in our careers and in life but we've also discussed that if for some reason his career had to move him somewhere we would not stay together yeah. even even if we were in love with each other and I think that I like I you know looking at the situation between <clears throat> you know Priyanka and Nick, granted, I mean, how often are you going to find someone at that level of fame and power right. that can totally get you, that's totally aligned, right. that, you know, that's going to be as honest as they are to each other, you know, apparently. Here. Well, it's going to be, like, you do, I mean, you do have to find some when you're at that level of notoriety, mm-hmm. and also just career-wise, career-wise, and, mm-hmm. uh, like how you're handling handling your day to day life, you need somebody that is on the same page. Yeah. Because if you're dating and a, a nobody, I guess mm-hmm. for lack of a better term, um, you're gonna have misunderstandings in like lifestyle mm-hmm. and compatibility. So I mean, good for them. Yeah. yeah. Do you think it'll last? I mean, c- cancers are very very long term focused as well as Virgos, mm-hmm. and the the interesting thing for them though is that. You know, with so many of these eclipses hitting them both in a very relationship-focused sector, you know, for her, it's in her identity, her uh, understanding of her partner. For him, it happens to be in his hopes and dreams and his friendships as well as in his love life. So those eclipses are definitely continuing for the next year and a half. But I do think that, you know, I, I, I don't see any darkness per se for them i mean they both have been going through also a lot of growing up and learning about those specific things too because saturn and pluto have been in 
in Capricorn. And so these very intense, you know, transformative energies, you know, are affecting every single zodiac sign, every person in a different way. Like for Aries, for instance, it's, it's all in our, all in our career energy for uh, the Libras. It's all in their, their home, their family, you know, their, their understanding of their self uh, needs and, and the growth towards their ambitions for you. It's literally in your identity. Yeah. <laughs> and, and well, as a, as your sunset, you're really trying to figure out how you can move forward and it's feeling harder and yeah. you're taking on more mm-hmm. responsibility, but for cancers, they've been learning about how it's, it can be difficult to be within in a, an important partnership. And sometimes you have to work very hard to make it work. Yeah. I mean, that, it is, but also for, you know, Virgos, mm-hmm. what they're learning is how sometimes love can be colder and it, it, it will be more difficult to keep the, the fire ignited. That's so interesting. Like, I mean, I'm surrounded by Virgos. Mm-hmm. My mom's a Virgo. My best friend is a Virgo. Uh, a psychic I saw once told me I'm like completely surrounded by mothers. And I take that as Virgos because they are the mother of uh, the Zodiac. Um, oh, I just love them. Virgos are great. Cool. All right. <clears throat> so uh, we are going to finish off our episode today with our lovely game of Bang, Mary Kill. Who did you bring for us today? I'm so nervous about this <laughs> because out of these three, I don't like... All right, so today we are talking about Gus Kenworthy, Ben Platt, and Brandon Flynn. Gus Kenworthy is an uh, Olympic skier. Or is it snowboarder? I'm um, a skier. Skier, that's what I thought. Uh, ben Platt has just released... He's an actor and a singer um, who has been in Dear Evan Hansen on Broadway... Um, as well as he just released The Politician uh, with Ryan Murphy on Netflix, which is a wonderful show. Uh, feel free to go check it out. And Brandon Flynn, you will know from uh, 13 Reasons Why. All three of them are gay. All three of them are fabulous. They're all hot. Um, and so I just bang, marry, kill. I don't know where to start. I mean, you chose them. I'm going to let you go. I did choose them. Okay, so I actually met Gus Kenworthy when I was doing The AIDS Life Cycle. Um, this past year. Um, super sweet, very down to earth. Um, ben is just adorable. He's like just a little cutie. I, I, all right, who would I? So I don't think I would marry Brandon. I just don't know him well enough. Uh, he's very attractive. He's a little bit young, so I'm going to like nix that out. All right, you know what? It's going to be, oh, geez. I would, um, if I ever meet him again, I'm going to be so embarrassed. I would bang Gus Kenworthy, and then I would marry Ben Platt, and I would kill Brandon Flynn. Wait, can you repeat that? I'm sorry. I was looking at this weird photo of Brandon Flynn making out like all sloppily with Sam with Smith. With Sam Smith. Brandon Flynn and Sam Smith used to date about a year ago, a year, year and a half-ish. It is a very sloppy picture. <laughs> right? I'm like, damn. I know. I, I mean, just, like, I, I've met Sam Smith. He's very sweet, and we have a similar birthday, but damn. It's, they mean they weren't at it. By all means, though, like, I don't know. Whatever. I'm, right, I, so I make who, out with people in public all the time. Right. All right. So who, who are those? Okay. Just, so I would um, bang Gus Kenworthy. I would okay. marry Ben Platt. Oh, okay. see, look, Gus is just so attractive. Like, <laughs> regulation hottie. Um, bang Gus Kenworthy, marry Ben Platt, and kill Brandon Flynn. I'm sorry, Brandon. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I yeah, I've got a different, a little bit of flow on that. I mean, definitely Brandon Flynn, he's very handsome. He's he looks too young for me. Yeah. Like I want I think he's 25. I want a man. And so that's why I tend to go for like ottery men or like, you know, I mean, Dustin is a man. I'm like, Oh my God. I literally, I, he's, he's the only person that I can remember. Uh, certainly within any recent time where I literally just like lay in his arms and I fall asleep. Oh, I know. It's amazing. It's so cute. I know. Like he does it all the time. He's always like, you're always missing the end of movies. And I'm like, oh, stop waking me up. <laughs> like, I'm like, it's just the cutest thing ever. And I really love it. Uh, also, okay, so I am going to definitely marry Gus Kenworthy because he's 1,000% my type. Yeah. He's, I mean, literally, like, I would, uh, that would be, yeah, I would be very, very about that. Then I feel like, I, yeah, and then I would, I would bang Ben. Yeah. I mean, he's cute, but he's not really my type either. But, I mean, I would, you know, if I had to, I would. I know, right? I would bang him, except I would honestly, I would just put all of my everything into Gus. I would Can I do like, that? Can like we do all? <laughs> I don't mean. I well, don't... I mean, I wouldn't kill Gus Kenworthy. I mean, if you, I, I would... mean, if you marry him, you get to bang him all the time. Exactly, but in like, I mean, also with like, let's say you're gonna marry him, if you just knew he was like uh, Ben was like your last bang, like you would do it, right? 
If I knew that Ben Platt was my last bang. Before you married Gus. But wait, didn't you say you would marry Ben? I said I would marry Ben. Oh, yeah. And then... This I, is tough. Yeah, I would definitely bang Ben just once, and then I would bang Gus for the rest of my life. I'm not going to lie. I would probably marry either of them, and then, being the open sexual person that I am, bring the other person into our relationship. <laughs> Dustin and I are not doing that. Uh, nothing against it, though. I'm nothing against it, though. So, sorry to break your heart, gay America. Anyways, uh, thank you so much for being with us today. Oh my God, and I'm so excited I, to be here. I know we've been, it was funny because we've been talking about uh, having you cycle in for a while now. So it's lovely that we got the opportunity to do this. Thank you for having and me. And I definitely know that I would love to have you on again. Oh my God, yes. So we will definitely make that happen. And yes, yeah, so what do you want to do? Any last shout outs to? Um, so I'm, like I said, I just recently booked two films. Um, so if you want to kind of keep up, to date on that, you can follow me on Instagram at Brett Aaron Nickel. That is B R E T T A A R O N N I C O L. If you type in Brett Aaron, I should be at the top. It's like a pinkish, purplish sort of like tie-dyed background. Um, I haven't posted in a while, but with all the stuff that's coming up and with being on this, um, I will start posting more. I also cook a lot, so you can like follow my food, which everyone loves food. Um, but other than that, it's just been a pleasure. I'm so excited to be here. Um, I don't have a website. I'm so like, just let me do my art, and I don't enjoy the business side of things. Um, that's fine. I mean, if, if Instagram and things, if that's the best way to get in touch with you, that's good. Yeah, absolutely. If anyone wants to book me, uh, headshot towards my aim, so that stuff, yeah, they, uh, just slide in the DMs. Fabulous. Well, thank you again. And I am Kyle Thomas, pop culture astrologer. You can follow me on Instagram at Mr. Kyle Thomas, M-R-K-Y-L-E-T-H-O-M-A-S. Also, we are on Instagram at Astro Kiki Radio, so you can follow us there. Also, please subscribe to us on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, or Spotify. And if you'd like to leave us a review, you can definitely uh, enter into the possibility of having me do a personal reading for free for you this month. They're incredible. Ah, thank you. And uh, also, yeah, what else do we have? We, I want to give a huge, huge thank you and shout out to our sponsors and partners. First off, Left the Straight Radio. They have been such amazing supporters of me. Scott Fullerton is a Capricorn, and I wouldn't be where I am in my career without him because he's really motivated me to take the plunge into, you know, new media and things like that. So I really will always be grateful to him. And so definitely give them a follow and follow all their other shows too because they have some great content out there. And then also, of course, Horoscopes and Horoscopes Daily on Instagram. We have 4.6 million followers that I get to talk to every week. I have my weekly show there. And then last, if anyone is ever looking for a personal reading, you can hit me up at kylethomasastrology.com or connect with me in any of the social media ways. So thank you so much for joining us. I hope that you have a fan-fucking-tastic week. Thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of Astro Kiki Radio on the Left of Straight Radio Network. Be sure to follow us on Instagram at Astro Kiki Radio, and you can also check us out on iTunes and Stitcher. Make sure to join us next week, and don't forget, we are the only e-news of astrology. Astrology.